Hello and welcome to the Proxima Weekly, your source for news in the energy, infrastructure, and project finance sectors globally. I'm your host, Maura Murphy, reporting to you this week from London. Starting off in the U.S., voters have confirmed support for the proposal for Polk County to issue up to $350 million in bonds for the Des Moines International Airport Terminal Expansion Project. Proceeds from the sale of the bonds will help fund the first phase of construction, replacing the existing terminal. The bonds could go on sale as early as next summer. The first round of bonds would amount to $100 million, with a second scale scheduled in 2025 to meet the remaining cost of $200 to $250 million. The budget for the first phase of the new terminal is $445.4 million. It will have 17 gates plus eight remote aircraft parking spots to accommodate rising passenger traffic up from the current 12 gates. Construction of the terminal will begin in April of 2024. The airport considered alternative funding mechanisms, including a public-private partnership, but it would have had to give up an operating asset to pay an investor, such as a parking franchise. The use of bonds is expected to save the airport nearly $76 million. Also in the U.S. this week, Arclight Capital Partners has completed its acquisition of indirect ownership interests in clean energy systems, that's clean with a K, from Sojitz Corporation of America. The acquisition includes 100% of the preferred equity and a minority common equity ownership interest in the company. Clean owns a 620 megawatt combined cycle gas-fired power plant located in Middletown, Connecticut, providing critical capacity, energy, and ancillary services. Clean benefits from a capacity supply agreement with Connecticut Light and Power, as well as an advantage market heat rate and dual fuel capability that allows reliable dispatchable output into the New England market. Financial terms of the private transaction were not disclosed. Latham and Watkins served as legal counsel to Arclight. Moving from the U.S. and into Latin America and the Caribbean, the Bahamas Ministry of Tourism, Investments, and Aviation has signed a management agreement for the redevelopment of the South Bimini International Airport. Bimini Airport Development Partners Limited was awarded the 30-year concession with a commitment to invest $80 million over two phases. The $30 million first phase comprises airside and terminal improvements, which include planning and design, initial runway improvements, temporary terminal improvements, access road modifications, and apron expansion. Equipment, maintenance, storage, cargo facilities, fixed base operator, including fuel arm and apron and other ancillary projects. The $50 million second phase involves construction of a new airport passenger terminal and other ancillary facilities to support airport operations. The Mini Airport Development Partners Limited is a company jointly owned by Phoenix Infrastructure and Plenary Americas. Moving directly from the Caribbean and into Asia Pacific, Axiona Energia and local partner Freya Renewables has been awarded development rights for a 160 megawatt wind farm in the Philippines. The contract has been awarded by the Philippine Department of Energy through its fourth open and competitive selection process for hydropower, geothermal, and wind energy resources. Rights include exploration, development, and utilization of wind resources in a predetermined area in the municipality of Pantabagan, 150 kilometers north of Manila. Siona has a significant presence in the country, where it has been operating through its water and infrastructure division since 2016, and has developed flagship projects such as the Cebu Cordova Link Expressway, the DWTP Putinan 2 water treatment plant, and the DWTP Laguna Lake. 
The company recently signed an MOU with the provincial government of Cebu and Freya Renewables for the development of a 158-megawatt solar plant on the island of Cebu. Continuing the Asia-Pacific this week, Aqua Power has signed an MOU with Mansar and state oil company of Azerbaijan Republic to develop 500 megawatts of renewable energy projects in Nakavan. Aqua is currently developing a 240 megawatt wind power plant in Azerbaijan at an investment value of 286 million. It's also signed four implementation agreements for large-scale projects, including one gigawatt of onshore wind, a 1.5 gigawatt offshore wind farm, and a battery energy storage project. Mazar has been active in the country since 2020. Its 230 megawatt Garda solar plant became operational last month. The companies also signed agreements to develop onshore wind and solar projects, as well as integrated offshore wind and green hydrogen projects with a total combined capacity of 4 gigawatts in the country. Continuing on, EEW Korea Heavy Pipeline Construction has signed a preferred supply agreement with Anma Offshore Wind for the 532 megawatt offshore wind farm in South Korea. EEW KHPC plans to manufacture and supply 60 pin piles, a substructure that supports the turbine blades and tower. The project is set to be built in South Jolio Province, next to Anma Island in the Yongwang municipality. It will feature 38 Siemens Gamesa 14 megawatt wind turbines that will be installed on jacket foundations. COWI was recently in the detailed design contract for the project after completing the delivery of the front-end engineering design for the wind farm. Other preferred supplier agreements have been signed with HBA Future Energy for the, ener for the delivery of the project's offshore substation, LS Cable and System, and the LS Marine Solution for the supply of export cables, and Taihan Cable and Solution for the supply of inter-array cables. Construction is planned to begin in H1 2024 and complete in 2028. Continuing on in Asia Pacific, APA Group has raised 1.25 billion Australian of senior unsecured debt and 500 million euro in hybrid subordinated capital securities. These issuances will further strengthen APA's balance sheet and provide a competitive cost of capital to fund growth opportunities. The issuances will, in part, replace the short-term debt facilities put in place in connection with the Alenta Energy Pilbara acquisition in August of 2023, as well as be used for general corporate purposes. Post-completion, the average cost of debt across APA's entire debt portfolio on an annualized basis will be 4.98%. More than 30 new and existing financiers enabled APA to establish this new syndicated term loan facility, comprising a 7-year, 750 million Australian tranche and a 10-year, 500 million tranche. Both tranches have been swapped to fixed rates of 6.75% uh, and 7.18% respectively. The 500 million euro in hybrid subordinated capital securities was also strongly supported by Eurobond investors across Europe, the UK, and Asia. The offer was uh, competitively priced and significantly oversubscribed. Moody's and S&P are expected to treat these securities as 50% equity and 50% debt for the purposes of assigning credit ratings to APA's senior debt. Key features of the hybrid capital securities include a 60-year maturity redeemable at par from the first call date in 2029 and a face value of 500 million euro and a coupon of 7.125% per annum up to the first call date. 
and our last story for today is also taking place in Australia with APA Group. They have reached a final investment decision to build the Curry Curry lateral pipeline connecting the Hunter Power Project to the existing Sydney to Newcastle pipeline. APA previously executed a 30-year gas transportation and storage agreement with Snowy Hydro Limited in June of 2022. Snowy Hydro may extend the agreement for a further 10 years. Under the agreement, APA will build, own, and operate the Curry Curry Lateral Pipeline, a gas transmission pipeline approximately 20 kilometers in length, and a 70 TJ gas storage facility to service the Hunter Power Project. The Government of New South Wales granted the pipeline license in September of this year. Following the recent commencement of early works, major construction will now start with all third-party approvals and development matters now finalized and agreed with Snowy Hydro, including APA's total capex costs of approximately $450 million of uh, Australian. This follows completion of detailed engineering and design and approvals work. And that's all for this week. If you are curious to learn any more about any of these stories, then please do visit us at proximoinfo.com. Until next week.